Welcome to episode two of the Illustrated Agile podcast. My name is Len Lagesty and back to talk about some of the things I'm working on personally to improve my impact as a coach and a friend and uh, maybe even a human. But before we get started, just a quick reminder that you can read the blog post at illustratedagile.com. I'll put a link in the episode details. And while you're there, if you sign up to the Illustrated Agile blog, you get a free ebook, Becoming a Catalyst Scrum Master Edition, and uh, some other goodies as well. So this week's blog is titled Four Insights for an Agile Coach. I mentioned at the end of episode one that I'd be sharing my development plan with you, but this isn't your typical development plan. So you're not going to get like a list of conferences or courses or certifications or book to read, but uh, those are all good. And maybe I'll do a future episode on some of those things, but this is more about awareness and insights into kind of my own actions and how I'm showing up in the world. So this started earlier in the year, I think it was February when I came up with a, a list of things that uh, I wanted to start working on. It's probably just a delayed New Year's resolutions list, but it didn't become real, didn't start really resonating with me until I was working on the Measuring My Impact post in April when I realized I wasn't quite where I would like to be with my coaching. So I just expanded that delayed New Year's resolution list and kind of came up with some small changes, just a list of small things that I could do every day to start uh, changing. And uh, that's a lot of what's in this blog and this episode of uh, the podcast, just small things. And before long, um, I started feeling kind of a weight being lifted and I could tangibly feel something different was happening. Uh, And this is how change happens. It happens one individual and one interaction and one conversation and one small thing at a time. We all think we could just flip a switch and presto, look at this awesome culture we have, but that's not how it works. It takes uh, real work. It takes work in the trenches, both individually and collectively. Uh, I've been seeing this recently at some places I've been coaching, and people are willing to put put in the work, and uh, something awesome is happening. You know, it's not perfect, still plenty of work to do, but uh, you can see the possibilities. So this first insight is called My Own Oxygen Mask. It's taken from the safety message on airplanes, put on your own mask before helping others. But I just knew that uh, I need to look deep and figure out kind of what what were some of the things that were causing me uh, not to have the impact that I was looking for. Uh, And I just realized how how hard I've been on myself over time. I've been one to take things pretty hard and... um, uh, to the point where I would doubt myself, even when I would seemingly uh, do some do some good things, I uh, just wouldn't be able to to receive that very well. Uh, the impact of this wasn't crippling, so I was still able to um, still do what I needed to do, but it was just enough for me to keep me from being fully present, and I could I could feel it, and so I was debating if I should include this uh, in this uh, in the post maybe just have three insights instead of four. But on Monday, I get this email from a gentleman by the name of Roy H. Williams called Monday Morning Memo. And it just so happened that this one that came this week was called, uh, talked about the imposter syndrome and how 70% of seemingly have it all together people uh, have this feeling they're just they're just not worthy or they, they don't belong. So I just knew it was a sign. And so that's why I put this in here. I'll put a link to uh, that email in the episode details, so you can kind of take a look at that as well. 
the first thing that I did just to try to help com- combat some of this kind of feeling of, of kind of unworthiness and self-doubt was just to start journaling. And I, I would journal a lot, but I focused on positive things. So my journal is also my calendar as well. So all the events that I need to do uh, throughout the day are in there. So I just start put, putting stars and notes and other uh, little annotations just to signify um, all the good things that were actually happening. And uh, in the blog, there's actually a link to one of my blog, uh, my journal pages. And so you can kind of take a look at how I, I kind of do that. But just those little reminders um, of positive things are just powerful. So whenever some of this self-doubt would come in, I would just kind of flip back and look at all the, the good things that have been happening and, and uh, realize that uh, keep pressing forward, it's, uh, it was, it's totally worth it. I would also uh, recommend, and what I would do is just read this book called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. It's, uh, I would actually do it once a month. It's on my calendar as a reminder every the first day of every month just to read it. It's a, it's a quick read, but it's very worth it. But it just talks about pushing through and getting through that resistance. And uh, when you do feel that self-doubt or the, the, the self-talk that isn't very positive, uh, how to kind of push through that. So I would highly recommend uh, you read that as well. And um, just realizing that life is in a straight line, and when uh, that resistance does come, that must mean I'm on to something, and uh, I'm I'm starting to do some some meaningful work. So once I was able to look at myself and kind of start whittling away at some of that self doubt, I was able to look at my relationships with others, and I put this chain in the blog talking about how our self doubt often uh, reflects on our relationships with others. I think the, the words were, when I'm doubting myself, there's a tendency to doubt others. And when I'm doubting others, my ability to trust diminishes. When trust erodes, there's no relationship. And without relationship, coaching becomes merely a business proposition. You know, just, uh, just do as I say and everything's going to be fine. But we know that's not how it works. It takes all of us t- uh, together, rolling up our sleeves and doing the the hard work. And so what I focused on with the relationships was just paying attention, being much more attentive to where other people are at and where they're at with uh, their own journey. And um, just this payoff to kind of being sacrificial with my time and paying attention to folks is just being able to have open and real conversations. And this is the core of what we talked about last week when we talked about togetherness and the hard work uh, of change becomes much easier when we are able to do it together. Uh, when we can have meaningful conversations about meaningful things, we can start. Uh, we can start really changing things dramatically, and it all starts with uh, with relationships. And so, just taking that time to be attentive to other folks uh, goes such a long way. So, this next insight was about being much more prepared as I headed into my day, and being more intentional about each of the interactions that uh, I would have. I mentioned that in my journal, I'd have all my events. So I would start color coding them ahead of time. And so I would know kind of what to expect. So like green items are one-on-one coaching. So I would put in there kind of what's next on this person's journey and what do I have to offer them? Is it teaching or coaching or mentoring? Or maybe this person just needs someone to listen for a little bit. Uh, I would put in there like, how's my relationship? If I haven't talked to them in a while, maybe spend some time reconnecting before jumping in and maybe just telling them what to do. Um, so there'll always be chaos and randomness 
in what we do. So this isn't about being scripting, scripted or being mechanical. There are many days I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like seriously, I, I walk in the door and have no idea what's going to happen. So this is more about just observing and orienting myself to align myself with what people need from a coach. So I guess the key message here is just don't take any opportunity for granted. Everything matters. Time is so short. Uh, so we just need to make sure every interaction and relationship counts. So this last insight is about amplification, and this is really about making sure that uh, my message is uh, kind of getting out there. Whether it resonates or not, that's, uh, that's not as important. It's just making sure that uh, I'm, I've got the confidence and the bravery to, uh, to say what needs to be said. And this isn't in any way about overwhelming other people's voice or, or message, but making sure we're all at the right volume. So if my voice is diminished or your voice is diminished in any way, our relationships just become that much weaker. And, uh, you know, who knows how much we've missed out because we haven't spoken up or been at the right volume or we've just shied away from a meaningful conversation. So let's make sure no one misses out on, uh, on what we have to offer. All right. Well, uh, thank you for being part of my therapy session. Uh, next week, we'll jump back into a, a practical agile topic as we'll cover even happier product owners. We'll talk about how we can create a, an environment for them to thrive. It's a tough gig, that, uh, that product owner role, and uh, they're some, some special people. And so we want to make sure they're, uh, they're in good shape. So if you could take a minute uh, before we leave just to submit a rating on iTunes or Google Play and write a review, that would be really appreciated. If you need to just uh, get in touch with me in any way for feedback, uh, you can email me at podcast at illustratedagile.com. In closing, let me leave you with this uh, bit of encouragement. Simple as this sounds, but just be yourself. I, I mentioned last week about putting two chemicals together and uh, you don't get a reaction. You put a third one in and you get, a, get the reaction that you're looking for. You get the smoke and sparks. Um, but just make sure you're the ingredient, ingredient that we need. So hydrogen just can't say... I'm going to split up into three parts and one of us will become oxygen and now we'll be water. Uh, hydrogen needs oxygen. So just when we can blend all of our own uniqueness uh, and our own unique characteristics, we end up with something new and uh, transformative and something the world has never seen before. So how cool is that? So until next week, this is the Illustrated Agile Podcast.